0: folks, happy Friday. Welcome back and this is the Drive Time Friday Show. Got the whole crew online with us again this morning and uh, even though you could argue that it's a slow news week as the year wraps up and uh, in between uh, holidays that really aren't that holy and so forth, there is still a lot going on, a lot of it not being reported, and that's par for the course. So, uh, we have uh, plenty of things to talk about. Let me say first, uh, good morning, uh, Jeff. We'll go to you first. Uh, how are you doing? And, uh, uh let's talk about, uh, so many things that people need to be aware of.
1: Well, thank you, Mark. Hello, David. Uh, wow, well, that's a fast week, wasn't it?
0: I think there's lots of news. I'm looking forward to the show. Yep. Okay. David, how are you doing? What's on your, and what's on the top of your heap this morning, too?
2: Well, uh, what's on top of my heat is always remedy, 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 remedy. And I'm always looking for a deeper understanding of, of what's going on. And, you know, there's the 10,000 foot view, the 100,000 foot view. And, um, I think what we're witnessing, what we are witnessing, folks, and it's unequivocal. We are witnessing the absolute total evasion, invasion of America. Things are about to change drastically. It's time to, to get Get the mindset, come out of denial, and uh, just get ready, get prepared. Go ahead, Mark.
0: All right. Well, uh, you know, that's that's a good point. I, I think about it because I hear people commenting, and, um, you know, most of us, uh, all three of us, are out in at least relatively rural areas. Uh, I like to refer to where we're at as the boondocks. But that doesn't mean that we aren't seeing the invasion effects, and we won't see a lot more of them. I uh, had, had a discussion with Jeff this morning. I'll let him fill in the gaps, too, with, with his comments. But um, one of the things that I saw in the last couple of days was we had um, increasing records, even under the Biden invasion that's been going on, the surge. And remember, he welcomed it in. And they are literally enticing these people to come. Hey, we'll give you free phones. We'll give you free gift cards, free transportation. Join up with your cells. Come and get your, get your weaponry from your, your uh, cell leaders once you get into the country. It's not a problem. We'll prosecute Americans for firearms violations, but uh, not you folks. Uh, All of that stuff is going on. Anyway, the the number was 10,000 invaders per day not long ago. Then, uh, as I was talking about earlier, it hit 13,000 last week. Well, the new record is now 18,000 per day. This week. And remember, those are the ones that are called official encounters. That does not count what they call gotaways or people that are the, you know, the real special forces troops that uh, know better than to uh, even take the chance of getting caught. So they they say, well, you know, there's plenty of others that will occupy their attention. We'll just slip on through the uh, millions of acres of area that we know we can get across. And besides which, we got better G2 than the people that are cutting the fences do. So, um People need to be aware of it. I'm encouraging folks. Uh, be out keeping your eyes open. And um, I'm, I'm also, uh, you know, uh, people always say, well, if it's legal in your area uh, to go armed. Well, you know what, folks? Uh, the Constitution says the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. And we know that a law that is in violation of that is no law whatsoever. The point is. Uh, are people going to actually recognize the real law, the supreme law, or uh, what is going to be shoved down their throats at gunpoint? So a lot of folks have a lot of decisions to make and things to be wary of. Hopefully they'll figure it out before it's too late. Uh, Jeff, I know you got lots of comments on that. Go ahead.
1: Mark, we, you, you and I chatted just about this before, uh, before the show, and the biggest story that I think, I think the only real relevant story right now is this one. And when you said that they hit a record of of 18,000 in one day, it requires a preacher's count to get to 3,000 for our county. And that is what, six counties, six counties of the people around where we live, you say out in the boondocks came in in one day. Now, they're now somewhere, and I'm not sure if anybody knows where they are, but I'm sure that some people know exactly where they are because it's like the manifest. It's like the shipping label. Where were these going to go? When we look at what's happening, it's like they didn't have to build a horse for this Trojan horse. They, they didn't even need a horse. They just, you know, walked in didn't even have to go to the effort of trying to disguise themselves in any way so if we're going to kind of shape our conversation around uh, this topic uh, I, 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 I I want to and I, I we will because there's a couple different sides that we have to look at it from in order to know what we might do but we've been are are these not Enemy combatants, is that the appropriate term? I'll jump right off there. Are these people that have been brought in, are they properly termed enemy combatants?
0: Uh, well, the answer is uh, either we have one of two choices to make. Either they have to prove it to us, and that might involve somebody being dead at their hands, so that's a tough one. Or there are things that are called presumptions legally. Used to be back when we were a uh, a land of uh, men of law and not of men, and mm-hmm. where we understood uh, certain presumptions that were based on scripture and so forth. There was no question about that. Uh, there was a uh, there was a right to self-defense. If someone is trespassing on your property, you have the right to presume that they just might intend to do you harm, and you don't have to wait to find out. In other words, uh, you can presume that your life is at risk and take whatever action is appropriate. Uh, nowadays, more and more, that has been replaced with a doctrine of uh, a proportional response or force or whatever it is, and that, of course, is intended to get more people killed, and um, Uh, There are a lot of questions folks are going to have to ask. The Constitution, back when we had one, used to talk about repelling invasion and so forth. Um, I'll add one more comment, then we'll go to to um, David. I saw a story out of Michigan, and Michigan's an interesting place because they have a complete tyrant there at the helm, uh, one of the most deceitful scumbags in the country, and uh, that's uh, Gretchen Wittmer. And um, on the other end, of course, then they had the false flag there, where they tried to put some uh, some people in jail. The FBI set them up, and so forth. They tried to hide exculpatory evidence that it was a setup, and um, you know that one didn't succeed, and it was exposed. But it hasn't gotten much coverage. Oh, in any case, there's a Michigan sheriff. And uh, he has come out and uh, is actually holding classes for people on the militia and training them about the rights of jurors and the rights of citizens in a free country. And, um, you know, uh, obviously the point is that the the sheriff is the highest law enforcement officer in the land, in his county. And it's good to see those kind of things. I, I got to know uh, Sheriff Richard, uh, uh, Richie Mack, years and years ago. He was in Arizona at the time. And, of course, he founded an organization called... Um, uh, having to do with, I, I forget the exact title of the thing, but it was police and sheriffs, uh, constitutional sheriffs, or something like that. And um, essentially what they would do is uh, inform sheriffs of their constitutional authority and uh, encourage them to uh, to know their rights and to exercise and protect the people that elected them. Uh, go ahead, David.
2: The uh, I want to comment on something Jeff said. I want to distinguish the Trojan horse. Because Jeff, there is a Trojan horse, and the Trojan horse is in our imagine is our imagination. And those that have taken control are using the law, navigating around the law, and they're called lawyers, they're called politicians, and they're called preachers and theologians. And so all of these people in, in positions of authority have created a narrative, and that narrative. And, and uh, Mark and I have talked about this uh, Overton window. Uh, a lot, and and they've created an Overton window within which we can operate, and the media shapes that Overton window, and if we operate inside that Overton window, that is the Trojan horse, that is the narrative that they, they that are in control, that are the puppet masters of this planet, they control a narrative that they need us to buy into. And the narrative that they need us to buy into is our interpretation of reality that they get to shape through the law, through the TV shows, through Hollywood, through the church pulpits. They create a narrative. We buy in. That's the Trojan horse. All right. So let's distinguish this, okay, to answer Mark's question. and It was not a rhetorical question. Are we... Are these people enemy combatants? Yes, 100%. Who is the commander-in-chief of these enemy combatants? And it's Barack Obama, who is pulling the strings of Joe Biden, who is not sitting in that office legitimately. <laughs> but even, a Bra- even Barack Obama is still a puppet of, of the higher powers as we move up the chain of command on this planet. There are the love of money is the root of all evil, follow the money, the private monetary system is in trouble. They have to maintain control of that. Trump comes along and begins to expose it. He, he pulls on a thread and he, he, he pulls on a thread and uh, th- th- so now Trump sets things in motion. He sets truth in motion to where truth is now becoming fashionable. Truth is the enemy of this narrative. It has been since the Garden of Eden. What we are experiencing is nothing new. What we are experiencing is a culmination of the fruition of the narrative coming into full power. So, yes, we are at war. Yes, it's mental. 5G warfare, uh, fifth generation warfare, as as I've mentioned often that, that General Flynn has distinguished for us. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but it is against the principalities and the powers and the rulers of the darkness of this world. Power itself is a, is a seductive influence that, that keeps these people trapped. Blackmail, gaslighting are their weapons, their tools. But yes, Tucker Carlson distinguished yesterday, quote, Biden is importing millions of third world illegals while telling them white people are a source of their problem. White people are the enemy because the white people are the ones that created the first world and now that first world is 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 in trouble because the first world was relying on the, the fake monetary system the federal reserve system that ha- now has global control over the money private money and that is the narrative that is
0: uh uh oh we lost you, David. You just disappeared there right about at the crescendo
1: <laughs> david should you did you David are you there? What was your last thought without that? Well all about all that
0: i think i think we'll we'll just we'll pause. I think we knew where he was kind of sort of headed um, uh go ahead, You you got right, anything have, you want to I add. Have.
1: I, I to follow on with what David was saying. <clears throat> we've been watching enough of the reports of this so-called migrant, Christian
2: church in this country. The the uh, David oh the, David um, the David political. All right, go ahead.
0: Somebody's trying to get in. Yeah, no, no, you <laughs> I, you right, were I was, still talking. about made we missed a whole minute. You just plain disappeared and then we weren't hearing a word. So, whatever you were saying, uh, you know, it was at least a minute or so that there was silence, so we were, we were talking. Uh, so I don't think you even knew that at this point. Uh, go ahead and summarize what you were trying to say. No, uh,
2: oh, I, I can't. I was just distinguishing the, that the, the narrative is the Trojan horse and if they can keep us locked in because of our the corruption of our language our inability to uh, even talk to each other because of the gestalt in our in our inability to understand each other because our language is completely corrupt until we really get down to words and the importance of words and and the importance of the value of words and constructing sentences and and really understanding what each other is saying we're going to continue down this road of, of total Babylonian um, destruction. And it, it, uh, so I guess what I'm saying is I was challenging the idea that there is no Trojan horse when the Trojan horse is right in front of us every day. It's it's infiltrated our politics, our, our religion, our schools. Uh, it, it is the media, and it's, it's all in our imaginations.
0: Go ahead. Okay. Okay. Um, Jeff, why don't you, why don't you take us where you'd like? All right. So
1: we know that we've been, uh, at least made to host a lot of military age, possibly enemy combatants domestically within our borders. We know this. What do we also know from having watched them come across? They're ill equipped. They don't have anything.
0: Well, not yet. They don't but have they will.
1: their wives. They don't they don't have their wives and they don't have their children. If they are not here to want to be a part of our country and assimilate into a constitutional republic role as a citizen, then why are they here? Well, Jeff, wait a second. Yep. I went to visit Israel when I got to the airport. I had someone walk up to me and said, Hey, hi, where, what's your name? Where are you going? Where are you going to stay? Who are you staying with? Tell me all about the details of your visit. I had to tell them everything I had planned. And then a little while later, somebody else came up to me and said, Hey, how are you doing? Welcome to Israel. What are you doing here? What are your plans? And then they went and talked to each other. And... I was getting checked on. and thinking, wow, this is security here. And I compare that to the fact that no one asks anybody anything. In fact, they're told when to move, when to get on the bus, where to go. We see people being dumped off in Denver. They are surprised to be there. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You mean you weren't planning on going to Denver? Then what was your plan? Your individual? Why are you here? You know, you're part of a group. What group? Who's paying for you? And and we're not even as Americans, we're asked to be neighborly to these people, and we're not told a thing about them. They don't speak our language. They don't have obviously have any uh, what what. What are they doing here? Jeff. And if the supply lines are shrinking as we see, whose food are they going to eat when there's no food around? They're going to eat our kids food. They're going to eat our wives food. they I am looking at this situation right now. It's about to be January of a new year, 2024, and it, it doesn't look like they have plans to leave. I think I know what the plan is. Well, Jeff, I'll I'll ask you guys if you think you know what the plan is. Where are these guys going to get wives and families and houses and cars?
0: Uh, well, we we know the answer. I mean, it's and I appreciate the the rhetorical question, but but the simple fact is, when you went into Israel, there was one person came up to you, one guy, and that's a whole different deal than when you have tens of thousands coming across. It is not a, uh, it's not even remotely. There's no, there's nobody with half a brain that can believe that any country can assimilate masses that literally overwhelm the entire system. and especially the area, even if you give them free bus passes and free plane tickets. Uh, so, and by the way, there were, there were videos this week up online, still photos too, of, uh, various kinds of cameras and drones and so forth, photographing armed people carrying rifles coming across the border. And I've made this point for months, when they are coming in in these masses, and a rifle is harder to hide, how many of them are armed with other things, including bioweapons? How many of them, for crying out loud, are bioweapons? So, the, the point is, with it is, it is one singular fact that makes all of this uh, transparent, and that is the sheer masses, the unbelievably overwhelming numbers that cannot, by any rational stretch of the imagination, cannot be assimilated and and that's the point, uh, David, go ahead
2: well, so I'm just distinguishing that Obama 's signature is all over this thing. It, all roads lead to the White House. The um, the the southern border, yes, it's absolutely an invasion. It's treason at the highest level, um, and our problem is the regiment of government. And Mayorkas is doing what he's been ordered, and you know we we can't we can't really nail down the why of it, but we do know that the the effect of whatever is going on is the invasion so we are being invaded our women and children are in danger these are enemy combatants there is a plan to overthrow the white man on this planet I, however we came to be the enemy you could trace it back through history that the the um uh the gospel and the people that, that to whom the gospel came came through western europe and as a result of of the gospel, the spread of the gospel throughout the world, the first world was created. But then there was a Trojan horse that came in with that. It was the fake monetary system and those that were in control of the money. So even the, even the infrastructure and the appearance of wealth that America has is all based in a, in a false sense of, re, in a false reality because it's based on fake money. So it's, this is what's coming to a head. It, the, their monetary system is crashing. They're going to do everything they can to not be busted, to not be exposed, because when they get exposed, they lose control. And, and so their biggest threat is exposure to the a private monetary system
0: where a few profit at the expense of the many. More, go ahead, Mark. Okay. Um, well, let's talk about some of the aspects of this that uh, that aren't going to get much press, but that are certainly um, related. Uh, here is one story from this week. Um, Matt Gates asking about Delta Airlines and their CEO. Basically, he says, you know what? There are national security concerns here, gee, do you think? Because Delta Airlines is transporting illegal immigrants from the U.S. southern border all over the interior of the country without having them, <laughs> this is kind of to Jeff's point, properly vetted. They're literally, and, and this has been things that have been reported for the longest time, American peons get to stand in line, be groped and microwaved, and, uh, you know, have their naked body pictures taken, and that's been going on for years. They're pretty well acclimated to being treated like cattle. But on the other hand, um, and you better have your papers, bitta, no bitta, or you won't get on the plane. But uh, as for the illegals, no, they don't have to have the biometric IDs and the national driver's license ID and all that kind of crap because it doesn't matter. So it's not about security. If it was about security, there would be a standard that would be applied, but that's not the case. So what we're seeing here is is obvious. This is about an invasion. It's about al- allowing the invasion. And the stupid people, and that's everybody that puts up with it, are essentially the victims. Uh, Jeff asked about the wives and the children. Well, those are fodder. Uh, you know, one of the things that I think we're going to see, uh, I heard stories this week, openly, you know, in places like Paris on the major thoroughfares and in northern Europe, you have the um, migrants that are coming in there barbecuing people's dogs and cats openly. They they. Take their dog and then they barbecue them. And what are the people going to say about it? Well, hate nothing because you're disarmed. You aren't welcome in your own country. And uh, if we want to steal your animals, well, guess what? We get to do that. Go ahead.
1: So there we are. They. Uh, my note here is, <clears throat> I want your wife. I want your children. I want your car. I want your school. I want your church. I want you to have my government. I need you dead, and I'm not sorry about that. And they tried to get us to fight black against white. We said, no, we both love freedom too much to do that. We're not going to fall for it. When they understood that we're not going to go to Civil War, black against white, because we both have been working together, worked too long now, we're way over it, and it's only a tool used to separate us, we said, no, we're not falling for that. And they say, well, we, then they asked the military, well, will you kill them? Will you kill your own citizens? And they said, no, we're not going to do it. They said, okay, then, I guess we'll have to bring in some foreigners to do the killing of, like, David said the white guys, but no, they want to kill all the freedom loving people, black and white, because that's the last resistance to their New World Order plans. Once you squash out the resistant spirit here in America, it's gone. It's like Reagan's lamp. It's a torch of freedom. It's gone. When you kill the brave and the strong, there's no more resistance. That's why we just, the white people just happen to be the ones who like resist because we've just been resisting the cold, and we're good at resisting. So that's it. And once we're gone, there's no more fight, and then it's the AI control, the rollout the humanoids, and those who are of a certain bloodline or whatever, they do have the place to themselves. They just don't have to think
0: so. Okay, let me let me change gears, but only slightly, because I want to point something in a different direction. Uh, you've, um, Jeff, you've mentioned the AI. When we get back, I want to talk about uh, will the military save us, and we'll be right back. Uh, final Welcome. segment of the uh, Drive Time Friday show. Uh, as we went to break, I was going to introduce a um, one more element of the uh, the psychological battle, the narrative, as David likes to refer to it, and the fact that uh, if you're looking for the U.S. military, which has been dumbed down and uh, poked up and poisoned, and then um, literally poisoned even worse with things like uh, political correctness and LGBTQIA. Uh, ideology. They may not be able to run a battleship, but they can sure as hell put on their fuzzy outfits and pretend that uh, they're, they're, uh, birthing men. So um, here, here's the story that ought to really, well, just one example I guess, um, upset people. The um the carrier battle groups there are at least three now, and uh, they have been shipped into the Middle East to be uh, offered up. It looks almost like as, as sacrifices. Carl Vinson, uh, the most recent one here, and essentially in that narrow strait that leads up the uh, the Red Sea towards the the Suez Canal. Uh, around the coast of Yemen and so forth, you have the Houthis that are firing a lot of uh, some, some missiles that have been given to them by Iran. But, hey, let's not forget, some of them probably came from Joe Biden's donation to the Taliban as well. Those are all over the East now. But the problem is the following. Um, and I saw a piece from the uh, the Daily Mail literally crowing about, oh, look, they sent all of these drones against these various uh, ships, and they got uh, teams of Hornets up with Sidewinder missiles and other missiles. They're knocking these drones out. Out of the sky. Yeah, here's the problem. These are $2,000 drones. They're sending literally uh dozens of them up. And each time they knock one out, yay, it costs a little over $2 bucks, give or take, depending upon which missiles they're using. So do the math and ask yourself, even if Biden's printing it like there's no tomorrow, how many million-dollar-plus, well, Two thousand dollar drones can be knocked out with two million dollar missiles until eventually you run out of somebody else's money. Uh This is obscene, and it should be well. It should be a warning to all of us. But it's it's ultimately not. There's part of the problem. Um, let's see. Go ahead, uh, David. Let me go to you first this time.
2: All right. You know, yeah. We got you know. First of all, war is a racket to begin with. And these defense contractors love it every time a missile is fired because it's all about the profit. It's all about the war profit. But more more importantly, you know, the distinguishing the enemy. If we don't know who we are and we don't know who the enemy is, then we are completely lost. And there's absolutely no way that we can even begin to engage in a battle with any expectation of winning. We don't know who we are, and therein lies the biggest problem. And we don't. We, we don't emphasize and we don't reveal the enemy because we're not really distinguishing the enemy on this planet. <clears throat> Obama is the puppet master of O'Biden, and, o- and Obama has masters that are directing his uh, calls. And, and what we're witnessing is we've got a, an infiltrator using the office of president to accomplish these things, and, and Biden's getting the blame for it, and I think it's like the emperor that wears no clothes. Everybody's aware of it, but we're not distinguishing it. And as long as we're not distinguishing it, we are we are going to be beat. We are going to be beaten because we're not distinguishing the real enemy and 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 the real tactic of what we're dealing with. False flags, deception. It's it's all about sleight of hand. It's all mental. And as long as we're, you know, watching, uh, the insanity and not distinguishing what's really going on, we don't stand a chance. And so yeah, there's going to be a lot more false flags and there's going to be a lot more issues that that are coming up. As long as they, as long as we remain distracted from the actual target, they're going to continue to be able to take advantage and they will ultimately win this war. Go ahead, Mark.
0: Uh, okay, uh, Jeff, why don't you weigh in for a second if you've got anything to say about the, uh, I'll, go ahead. Yeah, I don't, it,
1: it, it's, David, uh, you make it, you allow it to sound as if there's some doubt, uh, about the outcome, uh, of this non-conflict uh, that's a good point. That we are watching ourselves be invaded during. Uh, I do not see where we are resisting it. Uh, I don't see the point of engagement rules. I don't see anything where we would even uh, be allowed to think that, well, we better do something. Uh, I, I wonder if everything is controlled opposition, that all these myths and fairy tales about saviors like Trump or any of the white hats or all that is just that talk to keep us on the sidelines thinking, boy, I wish I knew when it was time to jump back on the ice. Well, I sure wish I knew when it was time to get going here and get playing. And, you know, we're waiting for a signal that one isn't going to be sent. And so I'm, I was just asking that in that background, it's game on. The war is going on. There'll be more of their soldiers coming in, the reinforcements coming in today, more reinforcements tomorrow. This is not, a, this is not an invasion that has stopped shows any signs of stopping and yet we're seeing that we're on one hand we're being screamed at through some government foghorn to roll up your sleeves and, and sequester in place while we shoot you up one more time while they're bringing all these people right around like they said they're not counting their testicles at the airport they're not you know, they're just walking getting on they're being trafficked This is not immigration or migration. This is human trafficking. They don't know where they're going. They don't have a plan. They don't have any provisions. They're being trafficked or stationed. One or the other. Pick the word that makes you feel best. But they're here now, and they're coming. And we can talk and talk and talk, and we, we really need to. But let's say that we get to the point where we get them to agree to sit down with
0: us and talk. So who, let's who, talk who, about that. Who, right? Jeff? Who who, who, who? who are you going to sit down with and talk to? The, that George Soros? Right. Are you going to ask we, George, we, uh, quit sending we, your billions we, to bring these folks in?
1: We find out. that well, It's easy. They've got money. They've got a card. They're staying places. They're paying rent. They're paying for their food. Someone gave them money. Are you telling me that we can't tell where that we can't? We have no idea about those financial transactions. We've known when they want us to account for six hundred dollars. We've known. We can't tell Jeff. where all
0: this money's coming from on the cards they're being given. Give we've me known. A break. We've known. It's been don't obvious. That. No, no. It's, we've known it. That's that's the point I was trying to make. It's not been it's not been a secret people, for a long time. These people are guilty if of If it's reason. Bezos, if it's
1: Soros, if it's uh, uh, Gates and, and Schwab, if it's those people, sit them down. If they represent and say, okay, what's the plan? What are you guys doing? Let, let's talk about how to resolve this because we don't like where it looks like it's going. You know, you are depopulationists. We have people who have a counter-opinion about that. And we make them sit down, and we say, okay, listen, what is it that you want? And they go, we want a two-state solution. Oh, okay, you want a
0: two-state solution. No, no. Okay, great. Uh, okay, Jeff. Yeah, you want. Jeff, you want. Uh, they, they, we know the answer to that one, too. What is it you want? We want you dead. I want you dead. We want you all dead. All right, we want so to what, take your stuff. All right, so, 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 so with that in mind,
1: what is there to learn? What are we gonna, why should we forestall what has to be done any longer by talking to people who you know when you get to the point of getting them to talk, to, they say, well, I just want you guys all dead. Good. But we know that already. Right. Okay. We already know that. That's what they're here for. Hello. They're here to, they're here to act out on behalf of their God and complete his mission for the world. Okay. I, th- I think we're on the Here same we page are. there. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's and that's what we're talking about. So how how do we write? Can we even? I don't know. I don't know if enough people can get smart enough to be willing to grow a set big enough to do what just simply morally needs to be done. I I think because yeah. we're going to find that if no one does that. Putin will do it single-handedly. Putin is on the path that we all need to be taking. And, and so and even if if we never come to our senses and realize, you know, these Russians have always kind of been our best friend, they've always been our best friend, unless we want his girlfriend, let's not fight with them. And if we don't want Russia's girlfriend, let's not fight our best friend. Despite Uh, whatever invitations the enemy Satan may want to give us, let's not attack our best friend. No reason for it.
0: Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's all I got for right now. Okay. Uh, David, you got anything you want to add, or do we want to change gears and go to some of the other uh, issues that are happening currently?
2: Well, I want to unpack a little bit uh, of what uh, I hear Jeff saying. Good. okay, you know the 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 enemies, the enemies are using uh, the narrative and projecting onto Russia what they want us to believe about russia the The enemies are are creating a reality that they need us to buy into so that they can continue to perpetuate their war. That's it. They're hiding behind the narrative, and they're constructing the enemy in the way they want to construct him, because that's the way the enemy is designed. It's always demonize your, your opposition. And this is why I think Trump, if you watch... It was the Secretary of State are now declaring him unfit to be uh, running for office. There is a genuine bona fide attack on this man who they fear because of the exposure he is bringing to them. And, and so the exposure that he is causing is they're doubling and tripling and quadrupling down now. They can't let him
0: win. Well, but who owns the, the DAs? I'm sorry, what? I was just going to say, who owns the DAs? Every single person you're talking about, these are all, you know, you, you point to Obama, and that's true, but these are all uh, Soros DAs, and we've known that as well. This fella is the one that's been paying for and putting these puppets in place. They do his bidding because that's their job. That's what they were put there to do. Yeah, I agree. I agree.
2: The Secretary of State's as well. Um, uh, the ex- going back to the idea of exposure exposure, exposure, Yeshua was murdered because he was exposing the same powers that are still in control today monetary powers, religious powers, political powers, educational powers okay He exposed them it got him killed yep that, that's by by understanding exposure and Trump's coming along and he is exposing. The, the, the dirt, and he is exposing the evil, he's calling people's attention to it, that's why he's such a threat. They cannot let him win, and they will do everything in their power to take him down, even if it means de- destroying the planet, because the result of them not taking him down is total exposure, and that's how we gain our victory is with the truth. This is how the truth sets us free. So by understanding that, yeah, I agree, Putin is not the enemy, but he's painted out to be. Trump is not the enemy, but he's being painted out to be. So whoever they're painting out the enemy to be, like white people, they're not the enemy. But they've got such control over the minds and the manipulation of, of using hypnotic hypnosis and mind control that's the weapon of our warfare that we need to be using to tear down the the veil that they're using to conquer us. And it's by keeping people mesmerized and focused and distracted, that's how they're gaining the upper hand. Go ahead, Mark. Uh,
0: okay. Um, Jeff, do you have anything you want to add before I, before I switch gears again?
1: Just George Carlin said, I don't believe anything until the government denies it. <laughs>
0: That's a good point. There's a big club and You Ain't in it and a number of things. He was cynical. Uh, you know, about the only beef I have with George Carlin is he could not recognize the answer because he was an atheist, that he was blinded to it. The answer is, you ain't going to win uh-huh. this on your own. You're only going to win this because when we had a rule of law in this country, we recognized it was based on the Creator. We hold those truths to be self-evident. So I'm going to suggest. Yes, as we almost always do, that that's the ultimate answer here. We have to remember who we serve and how we got here. We got here when we started paying no attention to that. I saw a great story this week, a uh, quote really, somebody saying, uh, you know, what is worry and what is it that you're afraid of? And the reason in America, people worship the wrong God. They think that Big Brother will save them. And they're afraid of Big Brother, on the other hand, if they um, if they try to worship the Creator, but they don't recognize, you know what? You shouldn't be afraid of him, because he's a weakling compared to the power that we all serve. But we lose sight of that, and then we get afraid. So ultimately, whether you, uh, whether you recognize it or not, it's all paganism of one form or another to, uh, to worship at the altar of uh, some fake god that doesn't really have any real power over us. Not unless we give it to him. I
1: think we get lost the moment we think that we need to be governed. I won't argue with that. I think that we give up our sovereignty and then it's just a matter of how far we are from being ourselves and being free. And we have a limited hangout we define as some freedom think we have and, and we're not. Uh, we, uh, to be free, that's why this war has to be fought because the people of God know that they need to be free in order to choose to love. If you are not allowed to give love, then it's obedience. You've got to be free. If you're not free, you can't love. You're just obedient. And that's what we argue about the the role of the law, misinterpreted does, is it takes away your freedom. No, we're free. Why? Because we have free will. Why? Because our God gave us that. He gave us a mind and an ability and an opportunity to be free, to express what God has seeded into us, not what a man wants to shape us into. And I'll leave it right there. We have a choice. We can either be what God created us to be, or we can try to fit into what some other men want us to become. And they'll give us diplomas for that.
0: Okay. Are uh, you
1: guys
2: I- familiar with Rusas r- J. Rushdooney? Uh, yes. He summed it up by saying, "When you choose your law, <laughs> you choose your God." All right. So what we're what we've got here, and and I want to go back. to... By the to, way, yes, that's we're, right we're, out of Scripture, as you at, know. At, that is right out of Scripture. We're choosing to we're choosing to worship at the at the altar of the wrong God. Now, what happens when we choose to worship at the altar of the right God? All right. Let me let me summarize. Yeshua distinguished by showing us. What power actually is? He, he denied earthly power, and he he was given all power in heaven and earth. Matthew twenty eight eighteen, and he earth. is the head of the. He's the head, and we have access to that same power. All things are possible for those that believe, and he, all things that he did, so can we. But because we're choosing to serve at an altar of of uh, of a weak. Uh, church, the altar of a weak God, we're not really distinguishing the power that we have and this power that we have when we combine as one nation under God. I mean, the true Israel, the true church, it is indestructible. The gates of hell cannot prevail against it. And yet, we don't think in terms of victory, we think in terms of total defeat. Oh my God, they're coming to take us away and they're going to kill us and injure us. But but and so that's all part of buying into this narrative that we're weak and impotent. We got to wait for Jesus to come back and save us. Well, this idea of the rapture and all this this all of this deception and all of this delusion has come from a, a projection on the scripture that ain't there. It's come from a narrative projected onto scripture, misinterpretations and false interpretations and delusions, and the the seminaries are complicit in this in this complete corruption of of our mind, of our imaginations, which are ultimately our greatest asset and our greatest weapon, our greatest tool. We take we take every imagination captive, the weapons of our world. Of our warfare, not carnal but spiritual, for the tearing down of strongholds and taking into captivity all of the vain imaginations, where the actual war is—it's a war uh, in the in the realm of the heavens. It's a heavenly realm of of thought, and and that's
1: nothing more.
2: What we're missing is how actually powerful people we are. And if we would just get our minds oriented in, 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 in an understanding that we and the Father are one, there's not two, there's only one. And when we enter into this communion, the communion of saints and the communion with our Father, we are unstoppable, and that's what the enemy, uh, right now I'm going to tell you, that's what the enemy does not want us to realize. Because it realizes that when we realize it, They're done. They're toast. It's over. And this is, if there is a second coming of the Messiah, the Christ, the Christed ones, when we begin to operate with this understanding, again, there's no weapon forged by man that can prevail against any one of us individually, and particularly not us collectively. All right, I'm done. Thanks for letting me share that. (laughs)
0: Okay. Okay. Uh, we've got less than a minute, Jeff. What, you got anything you want to summarize uh, to uh, to take us out today? Yeah, I, I, want, I, I want to ask David about his last comment regarding the
1: Jews when their entire scripture was only an oral tradition and nothing had been written down. I wonder, does that still apply to that time as well when there was no scripture to refer to?
0: Well,
2: first we have to distinguish the Jews and the Talmud and what impact it's having in the world of Christianity. You know, we've gone so far off the rails because of a misunderstanding of who the Jews are and who Israel is. So until we come into an understanding of, of the lineage and the, and the, and the, and the the promises that were given to a particular group of people called Israel until we realize that there's a lot of false Jews and people that have infiltrated into this conversation that don't belong there that are and it's called Zionism and until we understand the actual role of Zionism on this planet and until Christianity takes a good hard second look at who we are and what our function and purpose is on this planet and who these Jews are, that are not Jews, but are of the synagogue of Satan. You know what? We're not really even in the conversation yet,
1: Jeff. Yeah, and what I think I'm I'm seeing is that we're not going to get there on this road of conversation and words and mental thoughts because that's not the way to the kingdom of God. It is not by written down things. It's not by the law. It isn't by doing. It's not by the feasts and festivals. It's not by the diet. It's not by any of those external things that we can comply with correctly. It's not doctrinal. It isn't like that at all. In fact, it is a beingness, a dwellingness, Emanating from our heart and letting the light of God come out from us instead of waiting for something to come into us. That's Satan's way. He told the Eve that, that she could let something outside of her make her feel better about her low self-esteem. It doesn't work. We All are right. the God of creation in the image and we gotta start turning our light on internally.
0: All right, well, we're out of time, so we, uh, we will talk again, uh, I guess, next year. All right, so long, folks.